Boggs, Derek Stevens, always throwing a great party downtown at the D, and check out the event center for all the cool things coming up. We are heading further east as we speak. Now we're off to Baltimore to check in with John from johnsyndicate.com along with Mike. Join us on Tuesdays as we're talking college hoops, and everybody's focused on the Final Four guys, but the NIT, we got some opportunities right in front of us tonight. How's everything going there? Well, first of all, you can never be a homer. As we told all clients to lay the wood with Oakland yesterday, hey, Towson might be five minutes from our office, but you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean, Brian? Oh, boy, I'll tell you what, that was a bizarre basketball game. They came back. Uh, but they, they didn't have the offense to keep up with Oakland. But in the second just, half line, they made Towson minus one and a half, and they actually lost the second half by one. Yeah, oh, it, you know, it was a foul shooting contest at the end. But that you bring up a great point. I mean, like we got the NIT tonight, uh, and, uh, and the other things we talk about. I, I mentioned, uh, you know, get your take on this when we say the game within the game. I'm already looking ahead to the Final Four, and just because you know, learn from your mistakes. I had the over in the Oklahoma games, and the games were on pace to fly over the total, and Oklahoma got the lead and took the air out of the basketball. So, you know, you better duck so you don't get hit in the head with the two-by-four again. I'd look to play Oklahoma in the first half, and I know you love playing the second half of games. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's all about watching these games, seeing how they're going to uh, come out momentum-wise. And that, that's basically my specialty, the game within the game. And it's the same thing in the NBA. I and mean, You have these games that can jump out to these huge leads. And Listen, we talked about this. I'm sure you talked about it to death, the uh, Virginia-Syracuse game. I mean, it's a perfect example of how you got to jump on the, the opposing team. These teams get these huge leads in the first half, and everybody goes, oh, it's going to be a blowout. I was actually in a restaurant, and a lot of Syracuse Orange men, fan here, uh, fan, fan, fans here, they were going crazy on the comeback. I mean, just losing their minds just from a fan perspective. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and Mike, I would, I would just throw it at you that you, you watch these games, and it's all sports, and it drives you nuts. Uh, in all, all sports, you're killing a team. And then because you get the lead, they start playing the clock and they play, and all they do, it, why change anything? Just keep killing the team. And all, all that does is allow the other team to come back. And many times they'll come all the way back. Well, and absolutely. And Syracuse was that perfect example. I mean, that's the type of team that just plays extremely good defense. That zone is just vicious year after year. They're not a team that's going to beat you with the offensive firepower. You let them in. They were down at the half. Virginia thought they had it going. But you know what? They came back. They stormed it. I think they won by 20 in the second half. And they won the game outright. Nobody predicted them, obviously, to be in the Final Four, maybe even the lead Eight. And look where they are. They're a team that they're a win away from being in the finals, but again, they're playing a team that they've lost to twice this year. Both were pretty close matchups. I mean, the second game uh, where they lost 84-73 to against UNC early on, um, it, at the end it got a little bit out of control, but these games are close. They've seen, the, they've seen each other twice now. This is the third matchup, so it's going to be a compelling matchup. That nine just looks a little too big. Uh, right now for a big Final Four match. Listen, regarding the Vegas 16, I would surmise that that line is too high on Oakland because, you know, they just drum Towson and they push this line up. The total's now 172 and a half. I mean, it's not an NBA game, guys. And that game barely cracked the over yesterday. So, I mean, I know you hate the word, Brian, but, you know, the value is to the under and the dog in that matchup. Yeah, well, Both teams have an even record, 21 and 10, 21 and 10. They're going to be tired as they were, you 
you know, they played an even matchup in the second half. And, you know, I don't know if they're going to be shooting lights out to get that thing over the total in the second half. I, th- I think that move is fake. It's a fake steam move because of everybody seeing what happened yesterday. Well, you know, there, I don't know what the, the intensity, there's nobody in the building, what the intensity will be for these guys defensively. But I think your point's well taken. That if you, And I know you watched that game last night, Oakland and Towson. I mentioned it, both teams were in the double bonus with nine minutes to go, so a truckload of those points were coming from the free throw line last night. Right, and it still barely cracked the total over. So, you know, well, um, and, and again, you see these games, for instance, like, uh, you know, I just, there obviously is value. You look at games like San Diego State, that probably, you know, it's funny, you got the West Coast teams on the East Coast and the East Coast teams on the West Coast. Uh, San Diego <laughs> State is in New York um, against George Washington. I would say, you know, again, looking at GW 22-9, and nine, they're going to have a nice little following there in New York, plus the three points. You know, I, I got to like the dog a little bit with these, you know, I got to like the dogs right now at this all these teams are very evenly matched with short numbers. So which is, it leads me to believe there's going to be a lot of halftime opportunities in these games tonight because every one of these games is, is basically a field goal or under on tonight's card. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on, on the Georgia. Nevada. Nevada. Nevada, I'm, I'm that's right. Nevada. Make, make sure you get it right. Yeah, no, George Washington, uh, I, I know a lot of people like this team. I think the A-10 is a better conference than the Mountain West. The BYU-Valpo game. Uh, the interesting thing will be how many people, as you say, how many people will be there of the four. You've got to believe George Washington will have the biggest following in New York. Exactly. Um, but the BYU-Valpo game, th- that one, if they shoot the ball reasonably well, just from a, a style, uh, that game has track meet written all over it. Yeah, I, I agree. And like I said, you look at these numbers, they're all very high. The lowest total on the board is obviously Cal Santa Barbara, Old Dominion, back over at Mandalay Bay, 124. So obviously they're looking for a very low-scoring game in that matchup. I know – have you attended any of these games? Uh, no. No. It, 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 <laughs> but look, if, if I – I said this to Brett Grant in the first – had I attended the game yesterday, it would have been the Vegas 17. By the way, don't listen to Mike. He said, slow down with the Capitals. They're going to, like, look to rest. Rest nothing. They just keep rolling through teams well, like a hot knife now, through butter. Oh, no, wait, I did Mike. say slow down. I'm saying I don't know if they're going to be resting guys uh, or they're going to be ready. For I know those. they're doing one thing, rolling, rolling in yes, the Stanley but, Cup. But, Mike, Mike, you're a smart man, buddy. They just clinched the President's Trophy last night. These next seven games mean nothing. They can't improve their lot in life. Stay healthy, don't get hurt. Now, the one thing they will do, I think Holtby needs another couple of wins to set the all-time regular season win record. Once Holtby gets his little record, you shut him down. Uh, not shut him down, you want to keep him you know, sharp to a degree. But I think since they might give Ovechkin less ice time, they got nothing to gain. I mean, this whole regular season means nothing if they cough up a lung in the first round of the playoffs. And how many times have they done that? They've clinched the President's Cup numerous times over the years. And, and what do they do in the first round? They get swept. So I hope this is a new team, new year, and uh, we shall see. I mean, the playoffs are right around the corner. All first. right, so speaking about that, let me jump over real quick. I love the Wizards tonight, plus the 13-and-a-half against the Warriors for a cover. Uh, uh, and you guys will think I'm crazy. No. Again, Warriors 66-7, and seven, overvalued on the favorite side. I'll take a stab with the dog, my cap, my Wizards on the road. I don't, I don't think that's crazy at all. Uh, and, and the other thing, which would sound crazy, uh, is the total on that game. 
I think it flies over 226 and a half. I mean, the, the yeah, last, it's 227 now, yeah. I mean, the, these two teams are ridiculous. I mean, we know Golden State's ridiculous, uh, but uh, you got Washington. They just they they lost a 139-129 to Minnesota. And I got to find it. The game they played earlier this year was well, here's ridiculous. Here's the interesting thing, Brian. Washington is 18 and seven against the spread, one game over 500 on the road, and the Warriors are a paltry 17 and 16 and two at home against the spread, one game over 500 against the spread at home. They're actually evenly matched ATS against the spread. On the season straight up, Washington is 37-36 and 36 for the season, one game over 500 ATS, and the Warriors are nothing. They're 38-32, and 32, up a measly six games. The best team against the spread is the Spurs, and it's certainly not the Warriors with that well, winning record. I just throw this final nugget at you, boys. Uh, the total is 226 and a half. When they these two teams hooked up in Washington, the score was one thirty four to one twenty one. They put two fifty five on the board. That that that's actually going to be fun to watch tonight. And I think your Wizards could hang in there for a long time. Listen, guys, uh, it's always fun. Uh, don't forget johnsyndicate dot com. You get hold of John or Mike eight 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 two zero one four two zero one. When you coming back? Probably April 19th is what it's looking like. i got to pay Uncle Sam, and then I'll come see you. All right, fellas. Have a good day. Thanks for jumping on. Appreciate it. You got it, buddy. All right, John and Mike, johnsyndicate.com. Bruce Marshall, Bernie, Fratto, Brett Grant got us rolling today. Uh, Tomorrow we'll hear from Mark Lawrence, uh, our buddy Tony Neville. Don't forget, he's got the big horse racing handicapping contest over at the TI on Derby Weekend, three-day event. All the prize money back to the players. Each daily tournament, two seats goes to the NHC World Handicapping Championships. And uh, if you're a horse player, you get the free racing forms. Uh, You'll love the book. Go check it out over at the TI, Treasure Island, and our buddy Tony Neville. Great staff over there. Good stuff today. Show's archived for you at sportsbookradio.com. As always, thanks to Alan for a job well done. We appreciate you listening. And we'll be back with you again tomorrow right here, AM 1400. KSHP 1130 to 1 with Sportsbook Radio. Have a great day. At Oasis Bar and Grill, they have everything a Las Vegas local is looking for. Great gaming options combined with excellent food and drink. It's a winning parlay. Visit Oasis 2 locations.